Am I really playing with uncertainty or am I really playing with possibility? Ooh, I've just got chills everywhere. Hi, I'm Jamie Shujun, host of Arriving Here. I am a deep practitioner, explorer and student of life. I enjoy observing and studying all the different ways our lives shape who we are, what informs our behaviours and choices, and most importantly, uncovering the underlying thread that connects it all. I am a firm believer that while life is continually communicating with us in support of our continual involvement, it is up to us to not only be open to translate life's cues and nudges, but to have the courage and presence of mind to follow through with them. We have chosen to grace this heightened time of accelerated change on the planet with our presence and our hearts because there is much to move through, grow from and accept, both individually and collectively. My passion and gift is in guiding and supporting others through significant periods of deep personal transformation as they navigate their way back to their true nature and expand into remembering who they are. In this podcast, I will be sharing inspiring stories of transformation, thought-provoking conversations, earth-shattering breakthroughs, as well as profoundly moving experiences that have touched me deeply. Through these words exchanged, I hope to initiate and catalyze a different line of inquiry into your everyday as you deepen in your journey back to yourself, to one filled with trust, possibility, and integrity. Here's to your arrival. Welcome home and enjoy the show. I'm recording this at 1.27am in my bedroom with nothing but a salt lamb on and it's a little out of the ordinary, but when I woke up at... I think just after midnight, after a super long nap, maybe like a six hour nap. So I kind of already mostly had my nights, evenings sleep. And I just knew that we were going to record an episode right now. As I went outside to turn off the lights that I had left on at 6pm, not knowing that I was going to fall asleep. I heard the title of the podcast, this episode anyway. What if there were no rules? What if there were no rules? Big topic, big topic to be musing on at 1.20 whatever am it is. It's so funny because I have a pretty loud ticking clock in my room. And as I was listening to the feedback, I was like, oh dear, Dylan's going to kill me if I let that clock tick in the background throughout the whole episode because it's literally dead silent at this hour o'clock. One, it looked, there you go. It's the 29th of September at 1.29. So yes, even the clock had to go. So it's like, what if there were no rules? What What if time didn't exist? I'll let you ponder that a little deeper. But for as long as I can remember, since maybe, okay, no, yeah, for as long as I can remember, remember, even when I was the ripe old age of 15 or something, 15, 16, 
when I was still in school in Singapore, I would wait. I would look like I was studying after dinner and I would wait till the whole house went to bed and there was dead silence and then that's really when the time would the, the time would come when I would be best at digesting information. So that's usually when I would do the best quote unquote studying. I mean, you know, my 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 upbringing in Singapore was study and study. I think when when I was 10 years old from when I was 10 years old till um I was it 10 years old? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 10 years old. I went to school 7 days a week. So yes, 10 years old, 7 days a week. Paints a paints 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 all the picture you you need for for my my upbringing, my childhood, my school years, etc. But yeah, this whole late night contemplation late night peacefulness is something that has been with me since my teenage years and right through to university. I wrote my best scoring assignments, like I'm talking thousands of words written overnight, including research, including referencing, including editorial, including all of the above, the best in the dead of night. So funny that the 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 word dead comes in because for the for the astro academics, I like to say, um, the moon is in Scorpio. And guess what? Someone's moon is in Scorpio. Someone has a lot of planets in Scorpio and aspecting Scorpio slash uh not not aspecting um aspecting Pluto. Pluto aspects. So yes, death deep, dark, beneath the surface, um, psychological truth, psychological musings. I'm, I'm your girl. Um, yeah, but something about the dead of night when all the world is asleep and being awake at this hour unintentionally, most of the time it's unintentionally, unless I have, you know, a 5,000 word essay due tomorrow, then I would be up again, um, up awake at this hour, and I definitely do not have anything due tomorrow, unless I made it so. Because hashtag work for yourself, make your own rules. So yes, first things, first things first, before I go into talking about the dead of the night and whatnot, I just really want to, you know, give like the biggest bow of respect to weekly podcasters. I never really had a an inkling as to how much work goes into each episode. I mean, personally, I love podcasts that have a minimum of like 45 minutes to an hour um, duration. I'm less a fan of 10 minute, 8 minute, 5 minute, 15 minute, 20 minutes um, duration. It's kind of like we don't get to, to there's, there's not enough meat to sink your teeth into. And so, yeah, and, and an hour long podcast, especially if it's a solo episode, or even if it's a conversation, there's so much work that goes into it. I didn't really 
have any expectation or, you know, read 5,000 books and done 5,000 courses and gone through 5,000 trainings before (laughs) starting this podcast. And I just have so much respect for the absolute, I, I used to sing in a girl's choir back in school, back in Singapore. And creating a podcast is like, preparing for a concert each each and every episode, a mini concert of being the conductress and orchestrating all of the different instruments, i.e. my thoughts, all the different instruments and 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 putting it all together because speaking it out loud is one thing. And I have the the fortune, the the blessing of having Dylan, who was in the first episode, produce and edit the sound quality, et cetera, things I know nothing about. And apparently I don't have to know anything about. So it's like, okay, stay in your little lane, Jamie, your little lane that has no rules. Um, yeah. And, and then re-listening to the thing, reviewing the thing, providing feedback for edit, and then listening to the final copy, then sit down and write the little brief and the blurb that goes with this this episode. I know you don't have to do that, but I choose to do that because it's it's part of the orchestration of this mini concert. And I have so much and and, and piecing together that process within in I literally I wrote it down. Of course I wrote it down. I write everything down. Piecing that procedure together actually gave me newfound enthusiasm and excitement and energy to to set a very loose goal that one day maybe without pointing a gun in my own head not that I do that often just metaphorically speaking nobody called the no you know nobody called the the, the cops here um, that that maybe that's something that I would like to aspire to having having arriving here as a fairly consistent weekly fairly consistent weekly that's very funny wording Jamie if it's weekly then it's obviously fairly consistent very consistent um, production so yes I just wanted to say that out loud to really honor the the so many podcasters, especially those that that I subscribe to, only a very very small ha- handful that that have been such inspiration over the years, and doing it weekly throughout the whole year. You know, deep bow to you, and even having a plan. I mean, what even is that? Because I don't have a plan. I don't have a plan as to what episode goes out when. Two nights ago, I sat down and recorded a conversation with a friend that I haven't caught up with since 2016. And she asked me what my plans were for this podcast because she's also a very new, uh, she's just released a very new podcast. And in that moment, I mean, that conversation will come out probably after this episode goes out and maybe there might be a couple of solos. See, I, I, I don't have a plan. So speaking of 
what if there were no rules? I, I don't have a plan. My logical mind, my logical brain goes, you must have a plan or else you must do it this way. And it has to be, you know, you must have seasons, you must have weekly podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. But to answer that question in in a nutshell and having reflected on it a little, because that conversation, I, I haven't heard, I haven't re-listened to that conversation yet. So I don't know what was spoken a little bit like, you know, when I used to teach multiple times weekly, it's like, what did I just say? I have no idea because this stuff just channels through. And most of the time, I don't know what I've just said. If you ask me, what did you just say? I'd be like, what? I, I don't know what just said. So if you didn't catch it, then, oh, well. So there you go. The the beauty of recording your own speech, you can actually re-listen to this. But to get back to the topic, Jamie, what do I have planned for this podcast? This is with that newfound energy of of understanding the procedure that goes along with with birthing each episode as a little mini concert. And it's and it's kind of you know the thing that gives me the most energy and the most excitement is that it's it's a concert of words, and you know being able to just speak freely, and most of the time I'm just rambling with no real notes in front of me. I actually wrote some notes today. I mean, who am I? This is Jamie at one forty nine a.m. So, not having yeah not having notes. And just to see what comes through, to practice speaking into a microphone, to practice recording myself in front of the microphone, and to also use this as a massive playground to play without rules. Because my whole journey has been searching for rules to 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 as as a measure you know as as something to measure myself up against if you don't meet your goal then go back for improvement and do this and do that and and trust me like i don't have anything against that i'm not bashing that at all i mean those things have been such such valuable um invaluable support throughout the years of finding myself again and, and finding my own feet and, and learning how to walk. And, but, but it's interesting to, to get to this point in the journey to, to hashtag arrive here, to allow myself the opportunity to feel what it's like to play without rules. And I think I'm only just starting to get the hang of it to give and to allow myself to have fun with it because so much of the, I guess, I, I wish I had a better phrase prior to this, but I don't. So, you know, in the world of measuring, measurement, in the world of of knowing the outcome, needing to know an outcome before we start. It, it it feels quite rebellious. It feels quite scary. It feels kind of unfathomable for my brain to, and, and maybe yours too, I don't know, 
unfathomable for my brain to go, and so why are we doing this again? I don't know how many people out there has has read Simon Sinek's, is that how you pronounce his last name? My apologies. Start with why. That was that was the catalyst of me having my six-hour nap and getting up at 12 o'clock um, midnight to record this episode. I started reading that book, and I'm sure it's an excellent book. I've had that book since 2017, 16, 17, so the first couple of years um, of my business slash practitionership. A well-meaning mentor told me I have to read this book as well as is it Tim Ferriss's four-hour week, four-hour work week or something like that? You know, the big leap, read all these books. I diligently followed their advice, bought all the books, but never read it. Anyway, I, I think I got through chapter one of that of that book and fell asleep. So clearly not needed right now. So yes, so this this culture of starting with why, needing to know why, needing to know how, needing to know when, needing to know what, is is just another framework that doesn't have to be upheld to and, and one need not hold themselves at gunpoint to need to follow. And, you know, at a ripe old age of 36, I feel very fortunate and very, very privileged to to have this opportunity to play with that at the same time, if I was to be really honest, also somewhat foolish. It's like, what do you mean you, you've forgotten how to play? What do you mean you've forgotten how to have fun? What do you mean you have been, you know, mostly, largely living life according to some measuring stick of what what and how things should be? You should be like this, you shouldn't be like that. And you know, just just for for you know, comedy, comedy, just for comedy's sake. My this is I'm just kind of leaping all over the shop to my human design. So in human design, you have your incarnation cross. I'm not even going to try to define what that is because I can't because I haven't studied the definitions and I'm terrible at memorizing things unless someone sits in front of me and speaks to me. I'm a, such an auditory, aud- auditory, can't say that word, um, learner. So anyway, my incarnation cross in human design, which is an excellent tool and has been an excellent um, framework slash system uh, along, along my journey in terms of giving me permission to, uh, giving me permission and also helping me remember who I am on the inside and letting her come out to play a little more. So anyway, I actually have my, the, the, the definition according to the, the book, my incarnation cross is the left angle cross of education. It says here, you are here to educate by way of the lecture. Your style is not really about sharing. Uh Oh, that's what we're doing right now, but more about expounding to the masses who are ready to hear your message of course, at midnight, when living within your type and strategy, you will find an audience who is open and receptive to hear what you have to say. That's you guys. 
You are here to to deliver the word in whatever field you happen to have a passion for. And right now the passion is learning how to play without rules, without having such a tight, creating and needing such a tight um, boundary bounds to to create within what happens if we throw all that out and when I reflect upon how I have created that in in the very many recent years it has been signing up for weekly subscription to this container and that group to to meet with quote-unquote like-minded people to to be in a a safe container that has that 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 has been so once again invaluable along over the years at the same time when i started the process of hashtag throwing out the rule book which was maybe was earlier this year or towards the end of last year, I, I can't. I, I I need to go back and and check the dates, so I don't have the dates right here at in in the front of my mind. But there was a period of time where I just went, no, I I think it was definitely okay. It was definitely this year. I think it was March sometime where I started to unsubscribe to a lot of things. I muted a lot of accounts on social media. I cancelled subscriptions to various containers and groups that I found myself in out of curiosity, maybe out of habit, probably, most likely, out of, oh, but what if I don't know enough? And I'm sure that many, many of you can, can relate to it. And even now, you know, I would look at all the all the beautiful offerings that my peers and friends are offering, and there's still that little desire, that little you know hook inside of me. I'm going to use the word hook, the little hook in front of me, going, "Oh, I want to be part of that. Oh, I want to be part of that. Oh, I want to be part of that." But just as as and when, if I was to live my human design what is it called? Strategy properly, you don't make impulsive decisions. So I'm an emotional authority. And and I say this with with you know with a, a huge dose of of comedic licensing. Is that even a, the right term to use? Just you know, just forgive me. We, I, I say all this with kind of tongue in cheek, not not with any malice whatsoever, but just as a a humor humor point laughing at myself, at how I used to hold myself up to that standard, using that as yet another way to compare myself, to measure myself. If you're this, then you're not that. If you're not that, you're doing this. If you're angry, then you're in your not self. And so therefore, you know, get back in line. (laughs) I'm such a Saturnian teacher, really, such a Saturnian teacher with like a whipping stick and, 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 you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that's, that's really how I, I have, 
whipped myself <laughs> into finding and needing all these rules to live life against. So back to, you know, these quote unquote like-minded communities, which, which again, have been so, so, so invaluable over the years, that rule book also fell away and it fell away almost quite quietly the total opposite of forcefully or even intentionally because yes I did um, I, I intentionally unsubscribed to so many newsletters I've intentionally unsubscribed and 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 canceled memberships but this pattern of needing to be in a container this pattern of needing to be under a intentional like-minded group space fell away and that was not a consequence that I had conscious awareness of and what's been really cool to observe is and and I guess this is you know picking up a little bit of what was shared in the first episode um, in the conversation with Dylan around so what fills my cup now and what fills my cup now is is conversing, communing and spending time, most of the time, one-on-one time with people that I love and care about. And what has transpired since this organic, very natural falling away of these intentional like-minded spaces has been the organic coming together with actual like-minded people by chance, friends who I haven't connected with for years, years, like even half a decade sometimes or even more have, have re-entered my life. And a really, really close friend who I met so randomly because I commented on the beautiful headscarf that she was wearing. We have almost weekly, like three hour conversations and she lives across the world in Bend, Oregon, Oregon, Bend, Portland, Portland, one of those, I don't know geography. So, you know, forgive me. I, I, yeah, bad at geography. Um, and every single time we speak, we, we met the day before my two days, wait, let me think. Yeah. Two days before my birthday this year. So we met in June, June the 16th. So really not that long. We spent a day together and then had birthday ramen together. And that was the last time I saw her in person. And we have kept in touch up until now. Now is, you know, three months later. And we still almost have massive three hours conversation every week without making it happen, without having it scheduled, without having a plan but each and every conversation is so rich and every single week, sometimes multiple times a week, it's like, I just wish you were closer. And, and where have you been my whole life? And, and having 
relationships like that has has I haven't realized this and I you know you only get 2020 vision in hindsight as they say I'm about to say something really stupid I'm not even going to go there anyway yeah 2020 vision in 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 hindsight I was going to say I'm going to say it anyway 2022 vision in hindsight um that I don't think these like-minded containers and of of seekers trying to get somewhere, trying to get something because they've just signed up for a course to get something, to learn something, to, you know, to have some kind of transactionary, is that even a word? Whatever, forgive me. English is my first language, FYI. Um, Experience. And without having that, it is so much more relaxed. Like my whole body just softened as I said that. It's so much more relaxed. And and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm still so tickled by the fact that these things can happen organically and the things that you try to plan actually starts to grate more and more because it's like, wait, that kind of goes against the trust muscle. That goes against nature. And it's so fascinating to observe this and to have an experience of this. And, and I'm open to more of it. So much more open to more of it. You know, I, I, one of the things that came through in, in, in what the remaining things that I'm subscribed to, or I think maybe it was a a link in bio or a link in um, stories that I was scrolling through before I sat down here and set up to record this episode was a a conversation, you know, a sales talk, a sales pitch to something or other. And I'm like, oh, that would be so nice to be a part of. They're talking about like, follow your intuition. I'm into that. And then I listened to their sales pitch and I closed the thing and just went, I don't need that. I already have that in life. And I know how to connect to my intuition. And let's keep playing here. Let's see what else can, what else I can open myself to without those measures and those sticks and those whips and those, you know, getting somewhere and the outcome. And and I want to preface this, and, and this is one of the topics that that I've written about over the last couple of months, many months, about things to talk about on the podcast that I have already mentally recorded the thing, but I haven't, you know, caught up in the human realm to do it, is is around the importance of having these, I'm going to call them rehab spaces, that is important when you have broken your ankle or broken all your toes and you need to learn to walk again, it would, it would be not very practical one not probably not very wise two and probably quite impossible three to learn to walk again without crutches to learn to walk again without a moon boot if if that that supports the injury and for for you know most people we we have received injury whether it's injury in love injury in upbringing injury um, physical injury where where there is a actual health problem or an emotional injury. So it's really important that while I'm sharing vulnerably and authentically at this point in time 
around living without bounds and and playing in that space, I'm not by any means saying this is the way for everybody and everyone should be doing blah. So that is absolutely not what I'm doing, what I'm intending. So just to, just to, I'm really passionate about getting that point across that these quote unquote rehab spaces is absolutely necessary. It was absolutely necessary for me. And, and I highly recommend it. Of course, everybody is a responsible enough adult to make their own discernment and make their own decisions. But having these rehab spaces is so important. It is so important. You, you, you know, when you have broken your foot or broken your ankle, it is absolutely important to go through the process of recovering from that injury and receiving all the support you need, all the physio you need, all the crutches you need, all the wheelchair you need, all the moon boot you need, but to not then live life for the rest of your life wearing, you know, relying on these, on, on these scaffolding slash support structures, because that's not what life is about. Life is about learning to walk again, purely reliant on your own two feet if that is physically possible, because I understand there are also um, irreversible, sometimes when I'm talking like, you know, broken bones situation where where there, there, there could be permanent damage. Anyhow, that's, that's, that's something that I've wa- been wanting to say on the podcast for some time. And, and I don't even know whether I have said it. So I'm saying it again. So, so yes, I am in no means whatsoever denying, negating, bashing, you know, um, I almost said disrecommending, you get what I mean, um, having structures of support. But here and now, it's so, it's just wild to even think that that was my life not so long ago of, of hiding myself that would probably be the best word, like hiding myself within these con- containers, in metaphorically, literally speaking, and to to get to arrive here on the other side of learning to walk again without all of that is so liberating. Yeah, I do have moments of being scared of like you're not supposed, you know. Look, if you're looking for something negative to think to say to to allow that negative voice to, um bully you there's all that the it's it's that's that's always possible always always possible if you want to find something negative to to bully yourself with that it's it's always possible trust me but and and one of those I'm just gonna you know call myself out here one of those things have been oh but you know the saying, what about the saying, you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So you, you're you not going together. So you're, you know, dong dong, you are destined for doom. Oh my goodness. Seriously, that that voice is is relentless. It, it can be relentless if we allow it to be. So we don't have to invite that to the table. And I'm just looking at the notes that I've written in front of me going, I have not kept to what I thought I was going to say. Anyhow, 
but what what did catch my eye now, which might be a nice little pivot in this conversation to pivot into learning to bring all parts of ourselves closer in at the table. So having taken such intentional space with modalities, with these, you know, with all of that, I think I'm slowly getting closer to allowing myself bring all the different parts of what I have invested thousands of dollars and thousands of hours, if not even more, studying and learning and questioning in to the table. So for and and that was something that I had to keep quite consciously at arm's length because the relationship, the rehab, the relationship that I had with it, I knew I needed to change that part. And and I wasn't going to invite anyone of those innocuous, neutral things back to the table until I knew that I my relationship with it has has been given the time it deserved to repair and to heal and to transform and and will continue to transform but I'm going to share a a analogy that has come through in quite many client sessions over the years and when you have a session with me more often than not food analogies would come through and and who knows where it, where it comes from? I did grow around, grow up around food. I grew up in the kitchen making food, learning how to make food from scratch, learning how to make very complex dishes that sometimes take like seven hours. You know, you need to start cooking, and and mortar and pestling. I don't even know if that's even a word. Anyway, we're creating words here. I mean, hashtag manifester, innovator must create things from scratch. So um, again, see, see, there you go. There's the co- comedic licensing. It's just going to just, you know, this is really Jamie's comedy sideshow. One day we might even just retitle this podcast as Jamie's comedy sideshow. Um, anyway, I grew up around food, so maybe that plus past lives, blah, 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 right? So almost always there there is a food analogy, and, and I want to share this because it's, it, it relates to bringing all parts closer in at the table and and using all parts like one would a spice cabinet one one would use the things in the pantry slash well not slash pantry and fridge and one of the analogies that have that has come through in quite a number of client sessions supporting up and coming creatives up and coming practitioners in their field is is the use of cinnamon. A pinch of cinnamon is great. A pinch of cinnamon, you know, in pumpkin soup, amazing. A pinch of cinnamon in cacao, absolutely amazing. A pinch of cardamom in, in um, what's it called? Spiced apple baked muesli. Do not go without cardamom or a little sprinkle of ginger in your next hot chocolate. Even I was going to say, even in your coffee, that's so delicious. So anyway, before before this becomes a you know cooking with Jamie show, a pinch of cinnamon is great, but twenty kilos of cinnamon on a regular basis, I don't know, maybe less so. You know, you do you, but but some things are meant to serve 
make a really big impact, but you only need a very little bit of it. I mean, as I'm saying, you know, tongue in cheek, hashtag manifesta. That that's how I'm living my manifesta life. Ha ha ha! Look at me go! Look at me achieve manifesta life! <laughs> oh my goodness, I crack myself up. Maybe I crack you up too. Or not. Maybe I really annoy you because that's also hashtag manifest life. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. So, pinch of cinnamon, that, bringing all of the different parts. And and that used to feel really heavy and that used to feel like such a burden. That used to feel like such a, a, a big responsibility. It's like, oh my God, all the different parts, all the different modalities, you know, and and there would be so much guilt that would come up because I wasn't quote unquote loyal to the just one thing because I mean, how antiquated is that? I found, you know, I was very fortunate because I was a seeker and back in the day, I looked high and low for the one thing that would encompass everything. And, and, and guess what? Each and every modality sells itself naturally or markets itself or has has the potential or has the potential for others to market on its behalf because modality is in, inherently dead and innocuous and totally neutral energy it's the it's the charge and the energy that gets placed behind it that brings it alive through living breathing people at this point in time right so so all these modalities inherently have the essence of I am the answer. You can find the answer. And if you study me for 20 years or 50 years, you will get to the bottom of it. And and I and guess what? I, I'm a very, very fast learner. And and I go at at uh, you know a, a pace that only I was gonna say only works for me or the, the, the only pace that I know which is fast. And and I saw that across so many modalities. I mean, that's how I fell into Kundalini Yoga. That's how I fell in love with Kundalini Yoga because it was it it was it had such breadth as well as depth. And then in tandem with that, I found human design, and that has an uh you know a bottomless pit in terms of how deep do you want to go. A friend sent me a a link to a, a folder which has like, I don't know, terabytes worth of information. And I was just like, you know, at the time I was like, oh my God, what a gold mine, you genius. And then I've never actually opened anything from that. Go me. You know, and, and each and every one of, of these modalities have the capacity of being everything. I mean, you know, me waking up at midnight to talk in a dark room. I mean, I don't know what Chinese medicine has to say about that. Probably something pretty negative if we want to go down that route, right? So, so it's, it's, it's just fascinating once again to reflect upon that. And what would it be like to bring all the parts to the table? What would it be like to have the flexibility and the freedom to use cinnamon whenever I want to 
and maybe that's why I'm 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 referencing human design a little more on the podcast because my relationship with it has has graduated from serious structured rule book discipline you know do or die if you're in your not self you failed etc 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 um my relationship with it has become more much lighter and much more playful so i might or i probably highly likely will reference it a little more in episodes maybe maybe we might touch on it with guests who knows i don't know and i don't have a plan and hallelujah for that much much against you know the the logical brain saying you know you, you're still running a business you need to have a plan you need to have a goal if you have no goal and you have no vision then you're completely lost you know there's there's a lot there's a lot there and and once again take this with a pinch of cinnamon um and and figure out wh- where in your journey you are and and what it is exactly you need because I feel one of the things that that has contributed to this feeling of of light of lightness and and freedom at this point in the journey at this point in time has has been just accepting things as they are and to accept that I'm not meant to know right now I am not meant to have a plan right now I I have a very deep understanding and experience and rich experience of what the potential of what that can create. And now we're learning this other side of things. I'm not meant to define myself right now. I'm meant to, like my left angle cross of education says, something about openness. No, it doesn't. That's actually my one and only channel in my chart, the 1222 called the channel of openness. So my job right now is to be, to experience what does it feel like to be, to allow myself to be as open as I am to, again, once again, quote human design. I have seven undefined centers. That's a lot of undefined centers, a lot of undefined centers, and it's a, it's a roller coaster. So Yes, and, 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 you know, if that doesn't mean anything to you, you can go and Google that. And, and I'm not meant to know. And there's, there's, there, I'm meant to play with uncertainty. But am I really playing with uncertainty? Or am I really playing with possibility? Oh, I've just got chills everywhere. And and that's it, right? That that is it. It says in my intro of this of this podcast, and I'm not sure whether I share. I haven't shared how what an initiation that was. The intro that you hear on this podcast is was is and continue to was was when I wrote it. Such a, a portal of initiation at the time because I don't think I've written anything truer. And it continues to be because when I re-listen to it, when I reread it, it still hits home. It hits me right through, like, like, you know, if you were to shoot an arrow right through my being, that has the same impact as shooting an arrow through my being. So, 
as I say in the intro, you know, it's it's opening up and, and initiating a different line of inquiry into your everyday, into what would it be like to open up to, to, to living life with, with trust, possibility and integrity. So, so not just in lofty goals and lofty visions and, and this, you know, getting lost in this dream space, but, but also with integrity that, that, you know, this is the right thing for right now. And that is, that has probably been my biggest learning thus far in this calendar year. It's September now, 2022, um, of what if I just allowed myself to accept things as they are and let everything fall away and to accept that right now I'm not meant to know a lot of things and I'm here to play with what living and creating from a completely intuitive space guided by intuition and and yes of course it's such a privileged fortunate place to be in Yes, if I work for it, yes, to, to still, you know, live fairly comfortably, fairly comfortably, very comfortably, um, and to have the space to to have this experience. And, and sitting in that space of allowance, of complete allowance, complete permission, is... is I'm slowly starting to to settle in this space, and and I, I'm just you know tiramisu is 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 coming into this episode as well because I had a a another go get tiramisu now moment and and I did despite my brain going you don't need any more sugar da, 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 da. um you know that that rhetoric I I did go and get tiramisu and this yesterday afternoon and the the car spoke to me again on the way to getting tiramisu the first one was landed and at the time I definitely did not feel like I was land la- I had I was landed in my body I was landed in in the moment in presence um I think I was running the show of I should be doing more or I needed to achieve something and, and there was just a lot of nervous energy. So, you know, tiramisu solves nervous energy for Jamie. Just, there you go. And and the first license plate was, it said landed. And I was like, landed? Landed my ass. Like, really? No. And the next one in the parking lot of tiramisu, where I get my tiramisu from, was, um, me- I can't even say, pronounce this properly, meteor like stars in this in the galaxy I saw that in my rear vision mirror and I was like oh interesting okay I wonder what comes next and driving out of the car car parking lot of tiramisu was surreal and I'm like yeah it is surreal it's surreal like what do you mean I've landed (laughs) and then of course I've that car just must park right outside Tiramisu just for just you know for my entertainment is love and and once again I was like having having seeing these synchronous moments just makes me chuckle and it literally I don't know how it does or why it does 
but it really settles me back into the moment and it gives me a good laugh on the inside and the outside. And when I come home, I'm transformed. I'm like, everything just shifted. Thank God for tiramisu. Yes, so that was something I wanted to, to talk about. I'm like referring back to notes because we've gone way off course around the 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 logical brain versus the non-logical brain um, of what seems to make sense doesn't necessarily always does for the moment and it's important for us to all take stock, follow the messages, follow the voices, follow, you know, these hits, pings, whatever you want to call them, to just trust, act on it and trust because life is short in this incarnation. It is, it is, it is short and, and you just don't know, we don't know what we don't know. And, and if we spend all our lives prepping for it, when do we actually get to live it? And that might just be a beautiful note to end on. As I say that, I'm pretty sure the microphone is catching the sounds of Curlew's crying in the background. And I hope the sounds of Curlew's crying in the background gets included in the editorial of this episode because they're one of my favourite birds. They are absolutely hilarious. They are nighttime birds, so, you know, hi, friend. And they just have these huge eyes and these skinny legs and they are just absolutely hilarious to observe and watch and they just behave so, so, so hilariously. Anyway, now I've started on another tangent, but but yeah, I'm going to end this episode on if you spend your whole life prepping, when do you actually get to live it? I'm going to end this episode on that note and have you ponder it if you so choose and yeah, see what comes. Set a timer for five minutes and journal it out, speak it out, talk it out. Do what you want with it, but make sure you have fun. All right. Until next time, thank you so much for spending time with me. I hope to speak with you again. All right. So much love. Keep questioning, but don't forget to live. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I'd love if you could subscribe and rate the show five stars anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much again for arriving here with me and I'll speak to you soon.